Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. The five reasons of why your food cravings at nighttime are out of control, why your nighttime snacking is out of control. So let's start with saying this, cravings of food, sugar cravings, cravings for whatever are a really common problem. Since being a personal trainer for 15, coming up to 15 years now, I would say that this comes up nine times out of 10 where my my clients are suffering with some kind of craving, whether it be in the mid-afternoon, whether it be nighttime. Most of the time, it's definitely nighttime snacking that is a massive problem. So it's very, very common. So I thought it'd be cool to jump on and deliver some value to you so that you don't become just another snacking statistic. So One thing that you need to also know, on top of it being a very common problem that most guys have, another reason is it's very bad news for your fat loss goals. You can very easily tip yourself into that calorie or that energy surplus, which of course means that you're going to put on weight with just even a little bit of snacking on a nightly or every couple of night basis. So it's a really, really common problem, and it's also a very, it's very, very bad news, especially if fat loss or weight loss is something that you are wanting to achieve on the top of your goals list. So, in my experience, most guys' diet or the way that they eat or their healthy eating plan and idea goes to shit at nighttime when the sun goes down and they turn into a werewolf. And all of a sudden, the doors of the cupboard start shaking and they feel this incessant need to want to open that door, open that fridge and continue snacking well through the night. And it is obviously a massive problem because it is a source of a huge amount of excess calories. And what I think is funny to note is that most of the time when people are snacking, they're not associating snacking with wanting to have a have a craving of broccoli or zucchini or carrot sticks. I mean, it's not that stuff at all. Whenever we are having cravings, what are the kinds of foods that we enjoy to snack on at nighttime when the kids have gone to sleep and those doors are shaking of the... <laughs> of the pantry or the fridge. What what is it the kind of food that we enjoy to eat on? It's biscuits, it's chocolate, it's lollies, it's fucking reheated pizza. It's all that kind of high calorie, high food stuff that we love to snack on. So it's certainly not going to be, for the most part, anything really healthy. It's going to be stuff that is loaded with calories that half a packet of cashews or peanuts or honey roasted macadamias. Oh, I love those kinds of nuts. So these are the kinds 
of foods that we have when we have these cravings at nighttime especially and as a result we pile on the calorie intake and as a result this explains why we do lots and lots of damage to our midsection that belly fat that insulation grows overnight because we are hammering the calories with this snacking stuff so it's important to understand that food cravings, sugar cravings, whatever you want to call it, and whatever time of the day, mostly at nighttime, from my experience, can be brought on by many factors. I mean, there is a lot of things that go into why we snack, when we snack, the time, the triggers, and all of that. So they can be brought on from mental factors and also physical factors. And obviously, if you've listened to any of my content, I regularly share on how both really are intertwined with one another because your mental health is is associated with your physical health and what you're doing mentally affects what you're doing physically and they're one in the same thing. But what we are going to go through today is the main examples the main reasons, the five main reasons of what I have noticed over the 15 years of me working with hundreds of people all around the world on the most common reasons of why their diet, the way that they eat falls to shit at nighttime and they have this crazy cravings for food and wanting to just smash anything in the cupboard, anything in the fridge that looks nice and tasty. But before I share with you those five reasons. I want to share with you a quick story on my personal experience of craving. So every time since I moved out of my parents' house where it all began when I was a young little Italian boy, ever since I moved out from my parents' house, every fucking time I go to visit them, I get this crazy trigger As soon as I walk into the door of the the front door of my parents' house, I get this trigger. It's almost like an automatic reaction where I I go straight, sometimes even before saying hello, (laughs) I go straight to the pantry. I go straight to the fridge looking for stuff to eat. And it's like an automatic reaction. I, I don't plan it. I don't think about doing it. And most of the time, I'm not even hungry, but it's literally this trigger that happens at the moment. I walk into the front door. I'm walking down that corridor. I'm making a slight right for that kitchen and I'm going to the pantry and I'm going to the fridge. And sometimes I do that multiple times while I'm there. And it's it's completely autonomous. I have no idea that I'm actually doing it. It's just become some kind of autopilot snacking thing that I have developed. And it's funny. So this is an example of how some physical environment can be a trigger. A time of the day can be the trigger. Eating after a particular meal or before can also be a trigger. Hanging hanging around a particular setting or environment or group of people can also be a trigger for you wanting to snack and eat certain foods. So there's lots of factors that go into why we snack and why we eat and why we feel the need to be eating at certain times. So I thought that I would share with you my own personal experience on snacking and how even even someone that 
coaches, hundreds of people all around the world. And you would think that I don't get any of these kinds of things for the most part, but it's certainly not true. And I'm human just like you. And I cop these sugar cravings as well. So I thought that I would share with you this story. And of course, whenever I am raiding my parents' <laughs> fridge or their cupboard, of course, I'm not looking for the healthy options. I'm looking for those lovely biscuits. I'm looking for those Italian bloody chocolates. I'm looking for all that high calorie yummy stuff, certainly not looking for anything healthy. And I'm sure that you can resonate with this as well as you have been in the in this example many, many times where you have felt the need to snack and most of the time it's certainly not healthy food that you are after. So with that being said, let's go through the five most common causes that I have noticed of why people's diet falls to shit at a particular time of the day, especially at nighttime, why they why their cravings out of control, why are their cravings out of control. These are the five top reasons that I have listed down that I have noticed to be the biggest problem for people. So I'm going to share with you what they actually are. And then I'm going to share with you a nice and easy yet effective solution. Does that sound like a good plan? I think it does. The reason number one that I want to share with you is lack of sleep. Lack of sleep or a bad sleep or a combination of both, not enough hours and consistently waking up through the night during your sleep. Everybody, everybody on this planet has felt the effects of having a terrible night's sleep. The next day is a complete write-off with your mood, with your energy, with your cravings, with all of it. Nutrition literally goes out the window on the back of a shitty night's sleep. So lack of sleep or poor quality sleep or both is certainly a cause, one of the most common causes that I have found with snacking and sugar cravings and food cravings. And what you need to understand is if you are getting one minute under that solid seven hours of sleep, then you are opening yourself up to being vulnerable to snacking and it being more Oh, your diet literally going out the window the next day if you are not getting a minimum of seven hours. Now, it has been through my experience that I have seen guys use not sleeping as almost like a badge of honor. And they would say to me that I only sleep five hours. I feel fine. It's like, yeah, you might feel fine, but you're not going to be operating at an optimal level. And it's just as simple as that. So if you want to curb those sugar cravings, those food cravings that you are getting, especially in the afternoon slash night, you certainly need to look at what's going on with your sleep. And if you reflect on the nights that, you, that you've had particularly terrible sleep or just not enough hours of it, you would also agree that they were the kinds of days where the diet was ridiculously bad and your snacking urges were much stronger than uh, a night a previous night where you have had a decent amount of sleep. So make sure that you sort your sleep out. It is one of the fundamental pillars of having good health. And it's something that I bang on 
so often with my clients and I literally, I sound like a broken down fucking record when I am coaching them because I understand of how important it is to get a solid amount of sleep in every single night. It is one of the most underrated parts of our health that we have no problems with chopping and shaving and um, and just not getting enough of. So make sure that if you are falling into this trap at the moment where you have these cravy, cra- cravy, if you have these crazy cravings going on, you need to make sure that you are sorting your sleep out. The next most common problem of why I see so many men snacking is that they're just not eating enough. They're just not eating enough through the day because they're busy doing life. Yeah, they're busy with their jobs. They're busy in and out of meetings, in and out of Zooms, in and out of the car, job sites, whatever. They're just busy. Yeah, we're, we're stretched for time and no there's lots of lots of guys that aren't prioritizing eating and therefore they don't eat for a large amount of time. Sometimes they skip breakfast and the first time they, they eat is 2, 3 p.m. Of course, by that stage, they're starving, hungry. And how exciting is the idea of a nice Big Mac or a kebab or something that is loaded with calories when you get to that 2, 3 p.m. and you haven't eaten a single bite? I mean, it's almost impossible to resist. So by not eating enough, especially not eating enough protein in your diet, which is a huge problem with lots of men, lots of people in general, but especially with lots of men, just not getting enough protein in their diet is going to force them to feel more sugar cravings and they're going to be hungrier. And as a result, the that urge and that feeling of wanting to crave snacks and chips and chocolate and all that yummy shit in the afternoon at nighttime almost is impossible to resist. So not eating enough pro, not eating enough in general calories and not eating enough protein. And then in the back end of the day is just hundreds and hundreds and sometimes thousands and thousands of calories in goes to the system. So cravings with your if you increase your protein, you're going to reduce the amount of cravings that you have because, of course, cravings come from when you are hungry. So the goal is this. If you can go for the majority of your day without being hungry, which is what I always aim to do with my clients, then that means you are going to reduce the amount of times that you are going to feel like craving on certain foods because if you're not hungry then therefore you aren't going to want to snack on certain foods the only reason of when snacking becomes the urge to snack becomes really strong is when we're hungry so if you can not be hungry for the most part of the day then you are going it is going to be a whole lot easier to not snack on all these kinds of foods that you are snacking on most likely at the moment because you're just not hungry. But if you're hungry, then it becomes almost impossible to not snack on these kinds of foods because we are tapping into a strong biological wiring in our brain that says like, no matter what, like that that urge to eat has to be strong because if it didn't, then we literally just would have like keeled over and died from not eating enough. So that feeling of 
wanting to get calories in no matter what, that strong urge of cravings and sugar cravings is something that has been biologically hardwired into our psyche, into our brains, and for good reasons. So the next point that I want to share with you is another one that I see a lot of people making the mistake of, and that is dehydration. Did you know that the same parts of your brain that trigger, which is the part of the brain called the hypothalamus, that is a part of your brain that triggers when you are hungry. But did you know that is also the same part of the brain that triggers when you are thirsty? So quite often what that means is if you are in a dehydrated state, which I would say majority of people are in a dehydrated state, they're just not drinking enough water, then that means it can be really easy to confuse being thirsty with being hungry. And of course, if you feel like you're hungry, then you're going to want to eat and snack. And then we're going back into the same problem that we've been talking about this whole podcast. So if you can keep your body better hydrated, you can reduce the amount of these feelings of hunger that you are getting. And therefore, you are obviously going to not be inducing or eating or consuming these excess amount of calories that you are currently doing with your snacking. So the general rule of thumb for hydration and keeping hydrated, and by the way, this is another topic that I break my clients' balls with, ask any of them, and I hammer them with the importance of hydration, just like I do with the sleep, just like I do with the protein. So the general rule of thumb with hydration is to make sure that you are getting one liter of water per kilo of body weight. Or if you're listening from outside of Australia to our international friends, that might mean that you need to adjust it to the pounds, which I think is 2.2, whatever the mathematic equation is. But that is the calculation, one liter of water per 25 kilos of body weight. So that means if you weigh 100 kilos, then you should be consuming a minimum of four liters of water. Now, it has come to my attention that most people are very short of that particular number, that ideal target of water. And that means that they are just going to be in a dehydrated state. It's just as simple as that. And literally every function of the body is downregulated as a result of being in a dehydrated state, which means nothing is working at its optimal level. No, you won't die unless you have zero water. Of course, you will. But if you're having a small amount of water, no, you won't die. But no, you also won't be working at 100% capacity and you won't be feeling the best as well because obviously you're in a dehydrated state and so much of our body is made up of water. So if there's not enough water coming in, then that is bad news. And it obviously also affects those cravings that you are getting as well. The next one, number four, is your stress levels being too high. We have all felt those days where we've had incredible amounts of stress and sadness or whatever. We've just had a shit day for whatever reason. And that goes hand in hand with food, shit food selection and comfort eating or whatever you want to call it, comfort calories. We've all been in the position where we've had a terrible day and then you come home on the lounge eating 
bucket uh, buckets buckets of high calorie high fat yummy foods biscuits chocolate whatever enter in you know which foods we're talking about so stress excess stress in the body causes you to want to eat more comfort eating and what that means is if you can control the amount of stress that you are feeling for the day, then you can also control the amount of sugar cravings, food cravings that you are getting as well. So one of the most effective practices that I have found to reduce the amount of stress that you experience with your days is definitely meditation. And it is one of those things that I have been doing for, I would say, solidly for at least a couple of years now. Every single morning, I just do a five-minute breathing exercise, and I have noticed a significant, significantly better control over my thoughts, over my emotions, over my levels of stress. And every single one of my clients that I've recommended do this too on a daily basis have reported significant improvements with their mental health, with their feelings of anxiety, with their overall stress levels. So if you can get a better control over your stress levels, then therefore you can make sure that you are not victim of this crazy amount of cravings and food cravings and sugar cravings. And you're not really going to go down this sugar cravings, comfort eating problem that so many people get into. And I get it. I get life is stressful. I get that we have those kinds of days where we're trying to forget about. But if you can just keep this in mind, top of mind, that the better you can be in control of your levels of stress, then the better you can be with the the more optimized you can be with your nutrition as well. So the last point that I want to share with you, which is related to the fourth topic of stress levels being too high is number five, which is mental health and depression issues. And there is there has been quite a few clients that I've worked with over the years that have fallen into the category of this where they've had some kind of tra- traumatic event or they've gone through a really tough time in their life. And as a result, they have turned to food for a form of comfort and to help them kind of mask the pain and help them feel better about the situation. And I'm definitely not an expert when it comes to this, but what I will suggest is that you seek therapy and you seek the help of a professional, of a mentor or a coach in this area. And unfortunately with us men, we have created created this stigma that says like, I'm not going to go and get therapy. I'm not going to get the assistance of a therapist because I am not crazy. So we have created this belief system that only crazy people get therapy, only crazy people go and get mentorship and and being and getting help with their mental health and if they're struggling they just kind of shrug it off and put it on the back burner. And it's not until it gets very, very bad, very consuming. It consumes their entire life and they, they're living days on days on days with sadness and just feeling shit that they then do something about it. So I encourage you to be more proactive. I encourage you to not 
think of therapy as you are crazy or anything like that. And for, I encourage you to look at getting therapy as a form of mental health optimization. I mean, it's no different to going to the gym or having a personal trainer, anything like that. It's literally just optimizing what's going on with your mental health. And that is it. So you need to get out of, out of this idea. If you are currently struggling with your mental health, you need to get out of this idea that for you to go and see a therapist or and get therapy, that that means you're a crazy person. And it's just not like that at all. So I encourage you to have that on front of mind. And if you are in a position where you have where you where you go into these sugar cravings and you go into this emotional eating because you just feel like crap on a daily basis. And I encourage you to do something about it because eating and eating smashing biscuits and chocolate and all that is just not going to help the situation it's actually going to make it worse so i encourage you if you are in this position to seek therapy to seek someone that is a professional that works with these kinds of challenges and to just get some mentorship around these topics so that is it they are the five main reasons of why your snacking, your food cravings are out of control. I sincerely hope that you got value from this. I had a blast. I had heaps of fun delivering this training and I hope that you get value from this. And most importantly, not only do I hope you get value, but I hope that you apply the learnings and the teachings and the recommendations that I shared with you on today's podcast so that you can optimize your health to make sure that you stay in better control with your diet, with your eating, with the, the food choices that you have so that you can nail those fitness goals that you have for yourself. That's it from Daniel from The Dad Bod Project. I hope you're having an awesome day. Hope you have a beautiful night and we'll jump on tomorrow, do it all again and have some more fun. Have the best night of your entire life. Peace. Boom. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words Dad Bod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dad bod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the words dad bod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.